Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your shit together. Hello, wow, good morning and afternoon, <laughs> all of the above. Man, I haven't it started yet. Learn how to speak, brother. Uh, Use your words. All right, no, you're not I starting can... over. We're not cutting <laughs> no, it out. No, no, we're going. leaving it. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do I use? Now I forgot what I said. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to your favorite podcast, the GYST Podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Oh, gangsta. Yeah. And to celebrate, shots on air. Ready, Wait, Bells? What, what are we celebrating? We're just celebrating. Oh, we can always celebrate. Oh, I know what we're celebrating. What are we celebrating? The launch of my, finally, my YouTube channel. Fantastic. Okay. So, youtube.com slash Rohila. Congratulations. Thank I've you, seen fellas. fantastic growth in your first few videos being launched. Uh, by the time this is launched, you'll have a couple more probably or maybe one more or so. Oh, no, quite. A, so right now, um, as of recording, there's there's two and there'll probably be four because mm-hmm. I'm going to start doing them a lot more often now. So Got it. Yeah. Well, congratulations. And Thank you. Remind me, we got to talk about that later in this episode. Absolutely. Perfect. Salute, fellas. Salute. Ooh, I like the sound effects there. Ooh-wee. Got some good rum. What were you swallowing there? Ooh, Amit, your glass is frozen too, it feels like. Yeah, it's frozen. Was it just the booze? Um, Yeah, because his was in the freezer. That's awesome. Made the glass super cold. Yeah. So, this... Kyle, you know what? I always do the introduction. I I want you to do the introduction for this one, because this is a topic that's near and dear to your heart. Near and dear to my heart? Because I know you've been... So... We get together all the time to kind of brainstorm about the podcast, possible topics, how things are coming along, mm-hmm. and do some strategery, if you will. Um, and this is a topic that Kyle's kind of uh, been excited for for a little while. So that's why I handed it over to you, buddy. Boom. Thank you. All right. So today's topic is something, yeah, as, as Rohit mentioned, I think it's a good topic. Oh, sorry. Um, what the fuck? Uh, welcome again, everybody. And I am Rohit Rohila. No, you're not. I thought we were going to do our full names. Fine. Yes, fine. Okay, so I'm well, Rohit Rohila. Rohila. Then who am I? What's your middle name? Kumar. Kumar? Yeah. <laughs> That's really jacked up. Let's do podcasts. Even That's Amit, the no, Indian guy's no, laughing. No, I'm laughing because Sam's laughing in the back. I know why he's laughing. Sam's laughing because he likes Harold and Kumar. That's not... Never mind. It's two... Podcast. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Thank you. Okay, okay, yes. I know what That's you're talking why about. I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> Kyrie's racism. <laughs> I'm in the room, guys. <laughs> Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Ahmed again, Ahmed Bardwaj, your webmaster. Ahmed, oh. what's your middle name? I don't have one. Liar. <laughs> I really don't. It's cool. He's lying to us. No, I'm just kidding. Just, just, hey, I'm pulling out my, my ID. You lied to them too. Yeah. That's why I'm showing it to you. And your name is spelled wrong. How the fuck are you going to tell me? It's not supposed to be an H. The there. funny thing is, <laughs> as soon as you said they spelled his name wrong, he almost, he did a double He looked like, wait, what? <laughs> so that's how you spell Bartha Watch. Yeah. Too funny. And last but not least, uh, Kyle Reed, myself as well. So um, thank you for that interruption, Rohit. Much appreciated. You're welcome. 
Well, let's hear your uh, topic. <laughs> um, so today's topic is going to be uh, participation trophies. What, and Rohit's really distractingly whispering in Ahmed's ear right now. Yeah. I whisper it in Hindi. <laughs> oh, you could have said that out loud. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So today's topic is going to be participation trophies and um, why do they exist? Are they good? Are they bad? What do you guys think about them? What do you feel about them? Uh, what are they doing for today's society? So, yeah, it's something that um, I think I watched. I seen something on it not too long ago. And I thought it would be a good topic mm-hmm. um, weeks and weeks ago. I think we wrote it up here a couple of months ago, I feel like. Yeah. And we just never got around to it. Well, especially because I think what this topic is really all about is I, I had... I had the great fortune of going out to a, a field trip at a park where mm-hmm. I think it was mostly first graders were at. And um, one of my friends has a kid who was there, so she was there, and, and I went to, uh, to kind of hang out with her. And what was interesting is even at first grade, you can start seeing some of the patterns that the kids are developing, some of the programs that are going to control the rest of their lives. And that was really kind of my first opportunity to, since I started this personal development journey, to Mm -hmm. really observe kids that young. And it was so interesting because you can point out almost, okay, that person is going to grow up this way and that person is going to grow up this way just because of the programs that they're already starting to develop. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what this question really breaks down into. Because when we're talking about participation trophies, we're not talking about like adult softball league. <laughs> Why not? You know, kickball. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think we're really targeting you know the younger kids, like little league and stuff like that. You know, if, if everyone gets a trophy or, or doesn't get a trophy, and, and how they how they grow up. I think I think it'd be helpful if we can each take a, a stand and kind of go from there. My viewpoint is against participation trophies mm-hmm. um, I feel like if everybody gets the same trophy in the end what it does is it promotes mediocrity oh yeah the the people who are you know the ones leading the charge maybe they'll get a, a special award as well but now all of a sudden the award that everyone gets holds zero value anymore and so what that does is to the to the top performers, it doesn't recognize their abilities. And not just their talents and God-given abilities, but also the countless hours that they've spent in developing their skills. And for the people who maybe are struggling and they still get a trophy, for them it doesn't mean as much because they want to know that Okay, if, if I am able to accomplish something, then I qualify for a trophy. Not just, I just sat on the bench the whole year and I've got this award. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm not, I know, I, I think if, so, if I were to ask myself what I think I would say, I think I would be in favor of this. But no, I'm, I'm against it. Yeah. <clears throat> I like what you said, it, because I, I have the same sentiment. It does promote mediocrity, I believe. And just before you finished saying that, I was writing that it devalues the actual trophies or actual awards. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I think it's one hundred percent true, right? 
not to say that kids shouldn't be congratulated for doing things and participating in things, but it's to say that I think we need to value um, people who can excel, mm-hmm. even as children. Not to put down other other children or other other individuals, but you need to recognize that effort, right? Otherwise, we'll have an entire nation of underachievers. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of my thought a little bit. It's tough because there's, there's views that like the way you're talking about specifically with sports, I can kind of think about with <clears throat> kind of school as well, like mm-hmm. grades. They base on a curve, you know, depending on, on the highest and lowest grades mm-hmm. and even it out. But the person that did the homework every night, did the tutoring, the sessions, everything mm-hmm. like that, they get a slightly lower grade because of the people that are might not be participating or not wanting to learn, you know, mm-hmm. bringing everybody else down. It's, it's tough. It's, it's definitely tough being in that position, especially if you are the best person on the baseball team, right? You're, you're killing it, but you just get a participation trophy. Mm-hmm. I think if we limit it to just a participation trophy, then it's, it's undermining or it's demeaning to, to the, the person. But if they're getting a participation trophy for actually participating and then, you know, star player of the month or whatever you want to call it, something else that's recognizing them, then it's, it's one thing. I, the, I never had a participation trophy until, um, shoot, maybe 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I was doing a performance for my temple. Tell um, me more, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not that old. I'm Back just in kidding. My yeah. so, did you have to um, put anything on a script on your typewriter or bring an abacus <laughs> to account or no, I'm just, I'm no, just not that old. No, so what, yeah, what were you doing? Uh, tell it, us about that. It was that. just, it was just a dance, right? Just doing it for a show for for Temple, kind of doing it, and everyone got the trophy. I didn't know that at first. I was like, oh shit, I got a trophy. I kind of feel yeah a mm-hmm. little special about it. And then I saw every single kid, including some that were really bad, probably just did the dance like five minutes ago and mm-hmm. and just did it, and they got one, and it made me feel like this means nothing. It's not sitting on my shelf. It's not, you know, put up next to my other medals that I've gotten for, like, robotics and stuff. It's not there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything. But at the same time, it's nice to see for somebody down at the other spectrum that might not have put in some work and effort into it, hey, look, you know, you did participate. Thank you for that. It's just a thank you recognition. I, it's tough because I see both sides of the mm-hmm. of the story. So Yeah. I, so what you're saying, I think, is... is um... It's a thank you note. It's appreciation, yeah. right? Thanks for doing this, coming out, volunteering mm-hmm. your time. I think that's a thank you for volunteerism, mm-hmm. not necessarily for performance. Correct. And that's why I was saying, like, if, if they have that extra, yeah. you know, star player of the year, month, whatever you want to call it, those awards as well, mm-hmm. then it's one thing. But if you're literally just giving, hey, you guys didn't win, so we're giving you this trophy, no. I feel like <laughs> that should be... That should be your goal. That should be the striving point you see down the line. Like, that's what I want to achieve. That's what I want to win. Mm-hmm. I don't want this. This is just telling me that I just did average. Yeah. So. You're everybody else. Yeah. It's, it's tough because you want to. I, I think it all comes from encouragement, right? So thinking about the person. So, you know, going back again to like elementary school. So if. If I'm 
if I'm on the team mm-hmm. and everybody else is getting these trophies because I they're good, they're the top performers or whatever, and I don't get anything, then kind of trying to take the opposite, you know, playing devil's advocate to my own belief here. Hmm. Um, what would that do? You know, it, I can see it taking a negative effect because then as a kid, because I don't know any better, I don't, I think even as adults, we don't appreciate the amount of time that people put in. Um, I saw an, an infogram on Pinterest. <laughs> Kyle. Your favorite social media site. I sites. love Pinterest. Um, and I saw this infograph of an iceberg. And at the top oh, it said yeah. what people see. And then at the bottom it said what people don't see. And it had mm-hmm. all these arrows pointing to it saying like the hard work, the countless hours of you know, I've seen that one whatever. Too. Yeah. And I think that can be true as well. Because if I'm not getting an award, but someone else is, the program that's going to control me is going to say, oh, Kyle only got this award because he's better than me, because maybe he's faster than me, or he can hit a baseball better than me. That's what I'm going to automatically assume. Mm -hmm. But what I don't see is the hour that you spend in the batting cages every day. And so with with participation trophies, I think if, if I was one of the people who did not get one, maybe it is a deterrent. Maybe I am going to be like, you know what? I wasn't that good at it anyways. I didn't get one of these awards. I'm just not going to play again next year. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a deterrent 30 years ago. You're right. Michael Jordan didn't make his high school basketball team. It was cut. Yeah. But how many other people could have been uh, not as good, but, but you know comparable? How many people were there who could have qualified for the NBA? Had they continued to develop, what stopped them? Not getting a participation trophy. <laughs> then, if that's what stopped them, yeah, they're never going to be that good. Yeah, if you allow that to stop you, you don't deserve to be there. That may sound harsh. Yeah, because no star is going to say the focal point of my life was when I got that participation. <laughs> no, like that's right? not it. Yeah. That's not it. Yeah, because people who are stars now that we discussed, that's not a thing. That wasn't a thing. It is today. So yeah, I I get it. I see your point as well. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. I do. Because it can be crushing. I I think about it if I have kids one day, right? And they go and they're going to ask me that question. How come so-and-so got this and I didn't or whatever? If that situation were to arise, what would I say? How would I explain that? I would have to explain it in some way, right? Um, But that comes up and you, you have to... You can't be humble about your awards, mm-hmm. right? They're awards for a reason because you were the best at something, right? So you should have pride in that. Pride can be a bad thing, but you should have pride in your awards. So awards that have less meaning should not be of equal value of other awards that really do have meaning. I don't believe they should. I think a appreciation letter or award or certificate of some sort I think that's a good thing right for like the the dancing that you did so that's like almost like um I don't want to say a community service but like you didn't have to do that right no, you no. went out of your way to learn this I, I'm not sure what it was did you learn a dance or like a traditional dance, dance? Yeah. okay you went out of your way you took the time and effort to learn this dance to put this on for you know x amount of people at your at your temple is there a video that that's it, awesome of this no I plead the fifth Ooh, there oh, there is. There is. So we're going to have to find this video. Yeah. 
um, of Amit in Temple doing his dance because, man, I bet you could shake it like a Polaroid <laughs> picture. <man. laughs> I'm playing. Um, I'm not. Well, yeah, we'll find it. We'll find it and we'll post it to the uh, good old Steph. But he's the webmaster. He'll just take it off. That's right. It's just like whenever we talk trash about Sam, he's he like, just I'll cuts just edit it out. out. Bastard. Um, well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure. We'll, we'll get something out there. But yeah, so that's that's awesome. So I feel like that needs to be recognized. Um, but we also have to be careful, right? Not to, rec- as, as Rohit said, promote mediocrity. Promote just showing up, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people in their daily lives at work, you do enough just to get by. You just show up. Why do you get the same paycheck as everybody else if you do the same job? If someone else truly excels, unless you're in a... Um, in an environment where your income is based on your performance, mm-hmm. then why should everybody get the same? If some people just show up, you know, I'm sure you see it every day. Mm-hmm. I, I see it as well, right? We all do. That creates um, feelings of disdain for others and, and lots of other, a whole gamut of emotions, right, that, that you could feel. And I think it was um, D'Angelo Williams, he's a football player, if you all know. Running back. I don't even know who he plays for right now. Where is he at now? Free agent? I can't remember if he got Didn't picked he go up to or New not. England he was all over the place. Yeah. Then... I forget. But anyway, it was, he was talking about it. And he was saying that if his daughter was to bring home a participation trophy and she wants to put it next to some of his trophies, how would that make him feel about what he has accomplished and his accomplishments? It devalues what he's been able to do as an individual, right? Because he works his ass off. So I think we had to cross that fine line of appreciating participation and rewarding overachieving mm-hmm. or, or, or excellence. There's something you just said, and, and a little bit earlier you spoke about with kids. It, it's tough because we also do that with our with our kids. We'll sympathize mm-hmm. way more. If they lose a baseball game, we'll still take them out to, not we as in I have kids, but You got hell kids. Okay. <laughs> got one. Name what? Bowser. Bowser. Yeah, exactly. Love you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's listening right now. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so awkward. Anyways, we we take the kids still out to ice cream. That was number right. six of the top 15 things creepy pet parents do. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Take kids out to ice cream. Yeah, you take kids out to ice cream. So we oh, still, like after, like yeah, a, they okay. lost or win or whatever it is. We still do that. So that that father might take that trophy and put it next to his trophies, even though it might be demeaning to him. Overall, I think the betterment of this goes back to what he, you were saying, Rohit, where because they got one, they might end up being that swimmer, that volleyball player, that baseball player, because that one action of her dad or that kid's dad put that trophy in the same trophy case that alone could have inspired them mm-hmm. it's it's that's what i'm saying it's so tough for me to get on either side like part of me is like no we shouldn't do it and the other part's me like some portion has to be there just to spark that imagination within the kid do you think if every swimmer got a gold medal for every event michael phelps would have eight olympic gold medals and I only say Michael Phelps because he's going back to the Olympics again, and that's like a world record, mm. right? For the well, I, I forget what it was, the amount of Olympics he's been in, something like that. Yeah, for the amount he's been in, he got gold. So, yeah. yeah, it's crazy amount. Yeah, it's stupid. So I get it, and the participation I think again should be appreciated. But 
what do you have to strive for if you're always getting trophies no matter what your performance is? Right? I think that sometimes if people have a jealousy or an envy of someone who does have a trophy, especially in an individual sport. So let's say when you're a kid like swimming or wrestling or track, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Individual sports, right? You want to be faster. Well, there's only so fast you can run. Can you improve your speed? Absolutely. But if you're just way slower than somebody, I don't know how much you can improve speed, right? Yeah. Over, especially over a short distance. That's something mm-hmm. tough. Um, but what do you have to strive towards if you can't see that? If you can't see the award that someone gets for their performance and for their achievements, what is your motivation to keep going? I mean, giving participation trophies to everyone can it lead to entitlement? Like you feel like you always deserve a trophy for doing yeah. something just because Very you did true. this. I, yeah. I need, where's my trophy? I did this. And isn't that like the key word that people use to describe millennials? Entitled. Entitled. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I, I think this all kind of goes hand in hand, and I think that has something to do with it as well. Um, it, it is a sensitive subject, I think, especially with children, right? With parents, yeah. Yeah, if I exactly. had a kid that came home from a, a baseball game, here's the thing, though. If he got a participation trophy, he wouldn't be sad. If he lost and didn't get one, <coughs> that's when you have that feeling. You remember <coughs> that emotion. Excuse right? me. Bless you. Yeah, thank you. That's when you have a, a sad feeling. You remember that emotion. If you made it to a championship game, right? Quotation marks, championship game. And you didn't win. And you got second place. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But for the person who really wants to achieve and accomplish things, that's just going to drive them that much more to get first place. Because you want first place next time. I had a phenomenal sales month last month. I kicked almost everyone's ass. There was one person really close to me. But in our competitive nature, and I'm good friends with the man, in our competitive nature, he pinged me and he says, hey, you prick, (laughs) you beat me. (laughs) Yep, I sure did. (laughs) He had a fucking awesome month too. Phenomenal month. It was a record month for both of us. I happened to beat him. Barely. I I just squeaked it out, right? So had I not had an award to strive for, would I have done that? Probably not. But it were if, you was it an award that you were striving for or a compensation? The award was my compensation. But I think I think we need to differentiate the two though. I don't think I don't think they could be both the same thing. So I think for me it was two things. One, to say that I was number one. Mm-hmm. That's my award. I know it. I see it. Yeah. I see all the numbers. Right? And then secondly, the conversation, obviously, right? So it's two things for me. Mm-hmm. Would you have done the same, or would you have felt the same way if money wasn't involved? Like there was no commission? Yeah. Uh, yes, because there was extra incentives, but in the past I've always felt that way. Okay. That I was like, dang, okay, I want to see if I can be on the top of the board again. Because that's a good feeling to see on the top of the board. I don't get a trophy for it, but that's my trophy. Because everybody sees that. Right? It ain't just me. Mm-hmm. Well, Kyle, I want to give you an award for perfect attendance for the GYSD podcast. What? You have been to every single uh, recording, so way to go. Golf clap, golf clap. Thank you. (laughs) I'm not one that's known for my attendance (laughs) with anything. So I've got got a question that I think this is kind of related. 
and this is something that happened to me at work. Um, so I can't sum it up in a minute. Oh, then don't. That's you good. Oh, got it. Um, okay, so there's two people. There's myself and this other girl. I'm just going to call her Jennifer, right? Mm-hmm. So there's myself and Jennifer. Jennifer makes X amount of dollars. I make X plus two plus three. Like I'm, I'm making way more money than she was, mm-hmm. right? Hands down, no, no doubts there. I'm making significantly more money than she was. You swim in like Scrooge McDuck. The, the only, and we both achieved the same results. At the end, we both hit our numbers. So we, I get paid more. She doesn't. Results are the same. The only part that changed was the effort. I was putting in very little effort. Let me rephrase. I was, I was putting in everything that was within my comfort level to achieve the goal, mm-hmm. right? She did not have those same skill sets that I do. So to the outsider, it looks like she's working harder than I am because I'm more efficient. Um, I know how to better utilize technology. I've been doing the business longer. So I knew the shortcuts. Like I was just that much faster than her. But she's putting in all this effort. So at the end of the day, to an outsider, it's like, wait a minute. If they both achieve the same results and she's spending all this time running around visibly and Roja's just sitting at his desk, like, you know, just putting in his stuff. Lazy as home. Who's really worth the amount of money? And I think that almost falls into this kind of a thing because for, for the outside person, mm-hmm. they, we should both get paid the same amount if, if we're going to participation trophies. If we're taking compensation, we both we should both get the same amount because we both achieve the same results. But when it comes to the skill set, I think that's what you're really being paid for and that's what you're being recognized for. Yes. So because I have the skill set that she didn't, I am worth more money to the company mm-hmm. than she is. But to the outsider, all they're seeing is the effort. They see her running around everywhere. They see her um, coming in early, leaving late, trying to improve her skills. Whereas for me, I've already invested and I already have those skills. You get the same job done in less time. Yeah. I think we talked about this before. We Yeah. Do, do you really want the person that comes in early and stays late? That sounds good. Mm-hmm. But do you need 12 hours to do that job if right. someone else can get it done in six? And how about in other people's views? Like if you and – if I'm going to take you and Amit here, for example, right? If Amit can do a full eight hours worth of work in seven hours – but Kyle, it takes you nine hours. What am I gonna see? Someone who doesn't know what your end results are, I'm gonna be like, wow, look, it like doesn't work that hard. Mm-hmm. But Kyle's always working, so in my viewpoint, he's more productive. Mm-hmm. No, I just suck at it. Yeah, <laughs> if, if, if that's what we're talking it about, it could right be now, any right? number of things, right? It could be poor time management, mm-hmm. inefficiency. Mm-hmm. Lack of use of technology. That's huge, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, how many tasks can you automate, right? Yeah. And, and what is your system? But in the corporate world, they look at time over productivity. Yeah. I think that'll change because, well, shit, not if you look in, in production environments, mm-hmm. right? Which we work with a lot of production companies. They look at efficiency and productivity. They don't care about anything else. Yeah. They want to get as many pieces of X, Y, Z manufactured as possible with minimal margin of error in this amount of time because we're not paying you overtime. And if you don't get that many because we know that that number can be hit, mm-hmm. then you're gone. So yeah, I mean, I think in, it depends upon the industry, I suppose. Yeah. 
But yeah, the the view, society's view of it is it, it coming could, in early and staying late. It reminded me of this picture that uh, my friend posted of um, him being an artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the image was of this guy yelling or talking and saying, "Why should I pay you, you know, hundred dollars for this picture mm-hmm. that only took you ten minutes?" Well, the answer is because I went to years and years worth of schooling to be able yeah. to do this for yeah. you in 10 minutes. That's that's the point. My art is not for free. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That is 100% correct. And that's kind of what you're talking about where it to the outside person, that, that gentleman, it just took him 10 minutes. Yeah. Why should I pay you 100 bucks? Well, you took that time, the business, that effort and everything like that in order to do it. Right. And that's where you excelled. But to the outside person, it doesn't look that way. They just see a painting. They just see the or, painting. Or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Something that they think can be mass-produced. Yeah, they it's don't not see worth it. that much is, is the the way they say it, basically. Yeah, and, and why should the artist devalue themselves? Whether that's a, a drawing, a painting, a, 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 a composer of music, a movie, a short film, whatever it is. Why should they devalue themselves just because you don't see the value in it? Right? Correct. It's their work. So, yeah. Thanks for this topic, Kyle. Yeah. At first, I wasn't sure. You know, I I think before you, when we were getting ready to record, you and I were kind of looking at each other and thought this might be a little dry. Um, yeah. But I, I I like the way it turned out. Yeah, I do too. I think because it's just someone's views on it, right? Like what you think about participation trophies. It can be a sensitive subject, you know. But at the same time, we can't continue to reward mediocrity, or we're just gonna have a society of entitled individuals running around here looking at their smartphones all day. <laughs> Great. We just uh, ruled out an entire demographic who will never listen to us again. Good. I'm just kidding. Um, kind of. So, yeah, I mean, that being said, I think it's time for uh, wrapping up, but I do want to stop and take a moment to congratulate Rohit on his uh, latest venture. And we're going to take a time out, and I'm going to put Rohit on the spot oh. here. And I'm going to have him tell you all about it. Because every episode, you hear me do the plugs for the GYST podcast, which is all well and great. I'm not going to do that today. We're going to plug Rohit. Rohit is the man. Wow. Some this of his accomplishments super... and some of his ventures and what he's working on right now. So I'm going to introduce Rohit Rohila, and I'm going to let him talk about what he's got going on. Um, plug that. This is this is the platform we've created. Use this platform. Um I, I heard Bill Maher say it once is, you're not here for me, I'm here for you, right? He didn't always want to use mm. his platform for his own personal gain. Um, but I think that your platform and what you're doing is not necessarily for your personal gain, it's for others. So I think that our listeners really do have something huge to gain in what you're putting out in the world right now. So I want you to share that with them. Wow. This, this is... This is so awkward for me, and I need to figure out why that is because I'm, I'm about to talk about myself. Find your magic. And it's, wow. So what programs are running me right now that is preventing me from even talking and just rambling to try to delay it? <laughs> uh, but yes, it's this is something that I've been wanting to do for a while is have my own YouTube channel where, where I talk about personal development. And for the longest time, I, I mean, I've this has been on my to-do list for years now. So this isn't anything recent. For like two, three years now, I've wanted to do this. But what was I doing? I was researching the type of light lighting equipment that I need, the, mm-hmm. the backdrops that I need, how to edit, how to do, like, all the how-tos. And Kyle, I mean, I've said it multiple times. You are one of my greatest mentors. 
I would not have been able to do this if it weren't for you. And that's 100% from the heart. If it's one thing I've learned from you, it's just shut up and do it. Like I hear you say that to, to Sam all the time. Just quit your whining and do it. You know what really helps? What's that? If you quit being a little bitch. See? <laughs> but yeah, and, and so I, I launched this. And one of the things that I did differently is I, I always, when it came to personal development, I always thought, why should people listen to me? I don't have all my stuff together. What gives me the right to say, hey, world, like, listen to me, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's difficult for us to find our own magic. And so I wanted these videos to be as clean cut, as polished as possible. So someone who doesn't know me would just look at these and be like, wow, this guy knows what he's doing. Like, he's, he's on it. And I went back and watched a lot of the first maybe five to ten videos of some of the most popular people out there that have different YouTube videos and stuff like Brendan Bouchard, James Woodmore, um, a lot of the other ones. And even at the beginning, they had polished products. It was difficult for me to see their growth. And I didn't want that. And so on mine, I don't edit. I don't cut anything out. Um, I'll adjust the lighting, the sound, you know, the, the overall, but I don't cut anything out. Not content-wise. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm messing up. I'm struggling. And one of the ones that I just recorded, it was it was like five steps to do this. And the third one I couldn't remember. And I was like, oh, my God, let me go get my notes. And I was like, you, it's like okay, note self, got to cut this out. Wait, no, I'm leaving this in because it's really important that everyone know that I don't know what I'm doing. And I think that's where my strength is coming from. And I think that's why I'm having some of the successes that I am now mm-hmm. is because people can relate to me. And what's really odd for me now is I'm starting to get free stuff in the mail from like different authors who are like, can you read my book and, and talk about it? Nice. Um, just today I got some audio recording equipment, like a lapel mic. Oh, and that's it's, awesome. it's weird because I'm like, wait, wait, me? But that's what this is all about. And and I try to, like, I think we've talked about it. This podcast is more more general. It, we don't dive in too deep. It's just friendly conversation between friends. We don't really dive that deep. The videos are different mm-hmm. um, to where each video is about seven to eight minutes. And it does dive in a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. And so would would love everyone's feedback. Uh it's just youtube.com slash Rohila. Or if you um, go to Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Rohila. That's my personal development page. Mm-hmm. It, it's, I mean, I'm excited. A, a lot of people have already given some some pretty good feedback. Um, Amit was one of my subscribers, so thank you for that. No problem. Oh, you guys uh, see my subscriber. Subscription, huh? Did you really? Yeah, of course I did. That's weird. I didn't get anything in the mail. Oh man, I'm gonna arm wrestle yeah, you. Yeah, for right some now. I do, for some I don't. So, really? yeah, that's kind of weird. But Kyle, thank you for for letting me do this. I mean, it's it's been a passion of mine, and I think, um, you know, with with all the all the talks that you've been able to do with your running, I feel like now I'm getting a chance to share my passion with the audience. So, thank you for that. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I was gonna I was pulling up this right here too to see to show you that I'm subscribed to it. But I don't really know how to use YouTube very well. Oh, yeah. There it is. What is personal development? 
Rohit Rohila, two days ago. Um, so yeah, so thank you for taking the time. Yeah. And I'm not sorry for putting you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's it's all stuff that I need. And at the end of the night, I need to reflect back on my programs. Why was this so difficult for me to talk about? If it's my passion, and truly is my passion, yeah. why did I have that hang up in the middle? And in the beginning, why was I trying to waste time? And not just... Not just say it. Yeah. You need to have a Kanye West moment. Yeah. See, and and I think that's why the audience likes the GYST podcast. Is we're just no, we're just people figuring this out. Real. Yeah. Figure out as we go along. I'm just like, yeah, sure. We need to get that video of them and dancing. I need to find it. You won't find it. Why not? Oh, it was a hell of a long time ago. Oh. Fred Flintstone recorded. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> What did he use? I'm younger than you, fool. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> I can ask his mom and dad. They don't have it. Oh. Mm-hmm. In that case, uh, how about some blackmail? If we don't see that video, we will post the picture. You don't have a picture. Yeah, oh, we do. Oh, yes, I do. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yep. You dressed up. Oh, God. Yep. Video's coming out. <laughs> I'd so. rather have the video. What's that? Nothing. You got the video? It worked. Yeah. <laughs> Boom shakalaka. Uh, so we're going to be posting that uh, video um, <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast site today. We're also going to post some links to some of Rohit's, uh, to Rohit's YouTube channel as well. And do you have a website with this or just a Facebook site and a YouTube right now? Um, so everything is going to be geared towards RohitRohila.com. So mm-hmm. if you go there right, I mean it's up, okay. But it's all sorts of a mess because I'm still doing some, still working on it and changing the structure and everything. It's just completely redoing everything. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. So probably in about another week it'll be. You're on the spot now. Time is sticking. I said a week too. Dang it! One week. All right, let's do this. One week. One from week. Launch. Rohit will be fully launched, or relaunch. Rohit just got a. Ladies and gentlemen, he just got a commitment out of Rohit today. It's something that he has not been able to give to a woman in his 39 and a half years on this planet. 39 and a half? I just wanted to age you and just mess with you. He's about 27. So with that being said, uh, yeah, the typical plugs, you guys know what they are. GYST Podcast, you're listening in. Send it out to your friends. Rohit Rohila, Amit Bardwaj, Kyle Reed, signing off. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take it away, Robin. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.